in the age of it pays to be creative, how do you create content that helps people choose you? And how do you create this sort of content and make it interesting? And what does it look like? In this live coaching session, I work with Renee Joblin, who owns Joblin Engineering with her husband, who's the engineer. Um, although I will just say Renee looks freaking awesome in one of the Hivers outfits that they have made to wear for safety. And you can check them out on her website. Um, by the way, I'm going to rave about her website in the podcast. Also, do check out Joblin Engineering if you are listening near Rolleston and Canterbury, because that's where it's based. Uh, this small but awesome firm's focus is being the most convenient possible option for their often rural and very time-consumed or constrained customers. As they say, we're here to help you look after your machinery and equipment, whether it's repairing, rebuilding, or creating you something new. We're all about saving you stress, time, and cost-per-use money, which I really like, by the way. Cost-per-use means we're not going to be super cheap, but we're cheap overall because we're value for money, and that is a really great thing. I will just add, didn't add this in the notes, when I first started working with Renee, we got to work with her beginning of the year and I loved, she's honestly loved working with her, have missed seeing her face. So this is like a total treat for me to be able to do this. She has got a way with words and she is really great with words. She'll underplay that. She's also one of the wittiest people I've ever worked with and she's doing some amazing creative content and she's now like, I was nervous before, but now I'm like freaking nervous. Shut up, Rachel. Um, but one of the things that she said on her content, and I use this in my content marketing stuff. In fact, Renee's going to hear me say this in person <laughs> and go, oh, crap. Is she had a great phrase, which was, if it's steel, what did you say, Renee? Yeah, if it's steel, we can do you a deal. We'll do you a deal. And we talked about how that's the wrong message. So we've changed it. But I love the way she said cost per use money. I... Um, they also have a few of their bespoke designs that they want to build and grow to go become known as a solution-oriented thing. I'm your host, Rachel Claver of Confident Content, and today we're doing a live coaching session with one of my clients. I worked with Renee on a marketing strategy and action plan earlier on the year, and I asked her back again. I asked if there was any area that she's still kind of like struggling with. She's done great in road. She's redone her website. It's freaking amazing. She's followed so much of the stuff that we talked about. She's also had tremendous success with some of the more creative reach sort of ideas. She was just saying before that one of her reels is like clocked uh, over 11,000 views. She's got great wit. She's funny and she does really cool little takes and turns something that could be so boring as engineering into something that's fun and lively. And she really knows how to talk about her audience. She's not afraid to use humor. And she's really good at building engagement with her witty reels, images, and comments. I think she's really good at that. And Renee, you've got to own that. Like, I'm going to say, you have to own that. Lots of people struggle with that side, and that's the side you find easy. So it's amazing. But what she's missing is that next step from that, which she has had some conversions from, but they're little comparatively, to the next step of type of content to make it so that people are progressing through to her. So today we're going to walk through how to build out her content if so if you're someone today who's really good at the fun light stuff but not great at going where to next that's what we're going to talk about today and we're going to give Renee some real tools to do that now before we start there I think we should find out a little bit about who Renee is and just help her just also I think is this your first podcast yes okay and is it freaky Yes. Okay. I so, listen to you all the time and it sounds so professional. And then I'm like, oh no, she's got me. <laughs> I'm, well, okay. 
it might be professional, but but it's also going to have a lot of my faux pas on it. So I'm sure we're going to be fine. But also, I think that um, for you, let's just start. And this is like a good tip for everyone else. If someone's feeling nervous, we always get them to talk about themselves first because it relaxes them because there's stuff that they're used to talking about. Might not relax Renee because she gave me a face when I told her we're going to do it. But we'll start with that. So Renee, tell me a bit about Joblin Engineering and how you came to be with Joblin Engineering. Because you've yeah, got the name so- Joblin, so I'm assuming it's related to that somehow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. That was all my husband's idea because, you know, go the patriarchy. No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, I love my husband and we're very equal partners. Um, actually, so we he was an engineer working in other agri firms around Christchurch, Canterbury, and um, we just sort of felt like it could be done better. And uh, I had come back from Australia working for a big engineering company in Australia doing quality management and continuous improvement and all of those sorts of things. And we kind of thought, hey, with our powers combined, uh, we could make a pretty formidable engineering shop. So we've been operating for, I think, six years now, five or six years. And um, we've gone through um, a lot, kidney transplants, um, babies, IVUs, um, like COVID, same as anybody else, and... We just um, keep ticking along, growing really, really gently because, you know, that's how businesses actually happen. There's no such thing as an overnight success, is there? Um, And we just keep trying our best and trying to um, make things right for our customers and and ensure that they have a good experience with engineers because sometimes, you know, it's not always. Hmm. And because I think that, you know, like... um... I mean, I'm about to relocate to Canterbury, so I feel like I can say this without people like butchering me. But there are different areas in New Zealand where it's easier to get in and break in, and there's areas that are harder. And as a general rule, Canterbury can be quite a hard place to come in as a newcomer. Um, it's the same in Wellington, actually, with with like legal services and professional services. But in tradie or those sort of areas, it's very much about who you know and your connections. So when you're launching a business, it's very hard to break through, isn't it? Yeah, 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 definitely. And yeah, I mean, it's wrong, but the nepotism's real. Like it is definitely not about what you know, it's who you know. Um, for a beginning though, like once once they try you out once, there's also no loyalty. So if you're not good and not on, on form, then they'll trade back to whoever that was the last crap person they used um, so you go. Yeah. So it really is important. Like, and I think that's a really one of the things I really like that you've said is that a lot of your focus has been for your growth has been on making sure that you deliver and your promises and that you're delivering on what you say you do, and being that person that is authentically able to do that because people often ignore that that's actually marketing. Just doing that and creating that natural repeat business and a little bit of word of mouth is the sign of a healthy business. Yeah. We'd, and that's where most of our business has come from, as as word of mouth, um, because I've been pretty crap on my marketing. Oh, no, 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 no. You've for been pretty years, good. Um, well, that's because for years I actually followed your free stuff yeah, for a long, that's long awesome. time. Um, and that's where I got most of my knowledge and, and things. I, everything in this business is a DIY, oh, except for our accountant. Yes. Um, yeah, what about but, your photos? Did you get pay someone to do your photos? Yeah, yeah. Um, I found um, a really cool photographer who's just starting, um, who wanted to have um, a bit more in their portfolio. And I went, well, I've got an engineering company. And it just so happened on the day that she said she could come, we had that big loader um, that we were working on. And so she's just got some incredible pictures there. 
I feel um, like you did yeah. your pictures. I'm going to put your um, connections into it's joplinengineering.co.nz. Um, I would just encourage people, if you're in what I call a boring business, I guess, um, one of the things I think that Renee did really well, and we talked about building personality when we talked about it and getting your voice and creating that. And Renee's created this amazing website that is very simple. It's not overwhelming. And even though it's engineering, it's got real personality. And I think that one of the things I encourage you, if you're in a standard business, like a trade-related business, don't fall for the generic rubbishy crap of content where you're just slapping it up. If you want to stand out, you can really see your personality. I really liked, um, there was like a little comment in there about us where you're saying, you know, how you guys kind of brought it together. And then you say, you know, and it's a good story. You know, you dropped in the, the fact that Gareth, it's Gareth, yeah, Gareth. Sorry, Gareth, I know that uh, that we've met, but I am a terrible person with the names. And Renee's the person I bonded with, like, quite frankly, more than <laughs> yeah. you. Um, exactly. You can share on that power. a little bit, Renee. <laughs> <laughs> um, but with Gra- Gareth, you know, like, he was involved in the engineering with Rickettamore. Rickettamore. Yep, North, yep. Yeah, yeah, Rickettamore. Yep. And then you, you drop in, you know, like, yeah. oh, it's a great story for yeah. our kids when we tell them that Dad helped build this when we visit Rickettamore. And it was a really lovely way to go, oh, this is something that Gareth did. But you didn't do, here's some big tasks or jobs that Gareth done. You just fed it through and it felt very organic and natural. Because well, host dad doesn't do that. Oh, I painted that. Oh, I built that. Oh, I oh my miners, so I, get, I get so much hostility for this because I've traveled to so many towns in New Zealand for work. And so when we're going through anywhere, I'm always like, I've been to that cafe or I've done this. <laughs> and the whole family is just like, just shut the fuck up, Rachel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, we have the same thing. Oh, at least I don't do that with my dating, my old dating life of going, oh, I went out with that guy. And oh, look, I know that. I went out with that one, not with that guy. And that would be worse. Um, So, you know, like it's better with just cafes. Like it don't sound so like boring. Um, okay. So so I love I love that what you do. I love that you bring um a wit and a humor. You have done funny. I think one of my favorite ones, it might have been the one that you got the 111K fuse on. You put music towards like the welding stuff. Um, like you'll put funny music or you'll sometimes and you'll do quite a dry you've got quite a dry deadpan delivery um, I was trying to get the boys to join in with me honestly there's one that I want to do where like you do this and dance and like yeah have this handshake thing and I can't get the boys to do it well like none of us have got the coordination for that I'm like oh, I know, I know that's, that's what's going to be great hey I would like, love you now this is going to date this this podcast but on TikTok right at the moment there is a thing, and I haven't asked Rod yet um, because I think he's not going to be the one that says it. But apparently, there's this thing that men think about the Roman Empire all the time. What? I know. And so there's all these women going bollocks and then saying to their, their husband, like, hey, Roman Empire, do you ever think about that? And the guys are going, yeah, at least once a day. I want you to like do that. So you don't even have to have them on the screen. You could be recording it like this and like pretending and you could hear them in the background, even if they're not on it and just be like the actual how, like it'd be really interesting to see how often Gareth thinks about the Roman empire. Cause he's an engineer. So I'm thinking that it's going to be pretty likely. Yeah. What the? I know. Is that for, I don't have to go look that up. And then there's this whole series about, boys, is it because so they don't have enough time on their hands with other things? And then there's this guy who's like, no, I'm like a full-time dad and I have a business, but I still think about the Roman Empire every day. Wow. Oh, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do that. I was like, maybe Ron does think about that because he's really obsessed with that movie Troy. And that's kind of during the Roman Empire, right? Yeah. Oh, and there was Asterix and Obelix, like that was Roman Empire. 
Yeah. So maybe there is I this whole boy thing. Straight, so like, I okay. did too. I, yeah. I loved those books. Yeah, they're awesome. Yeah, I was definitely more an ob- I was definitely Obelix was the round one. Eh? I was definitely more an Obelix character than an Asterix character. Yeah, I used just sheer brute strength rather than intelligence. <laughs> okay, so what you're doing really well. Tell me, tell me first with marketing. Have you got a schedule yet? Have you got a regular schedule going? Uh, yes, kind of. So what I do is I'm trying to do something lighthearted and funny on a Friday. Um, something a bit more salesy on a Wednesday and a bit of um, just what's going on or, or something on a Monday. And when you're doing the stuff on the Wednesday, are you writing it in advance or are you writing it on the day? Yeah, um, I usually do it on a Tuesday. Okay, so you're writing it the day before? Yeah, and then and schedule it. the funny stuff is that stuff that you, because that's what you enjoy most, right, the funny stuff? So you have no, need to have no motivation for that stuff. Yeah, no, um, I still do a bit. Like, for instance, it's Friday and I'm like, oh, no, I need a reel. Um, and so I just went out to the workshop and um, filmed Gareth um, grinding something. Um, but he was standing in front of direction, so I have to redo it. But, it, you know, and then I'll come in and I'll sit down. My problem is I don't spend any time on social media. So to find a funny sound or what's trending or, or whatever like that is actually really difficult. So... I can't follow trend. I've just decided I can't follow those things. I just do many. Yeah, I think that's a really wise thing to do because I think there's a big hole. But also, if you don't get the trend early enough, you look like a dick. And if you use a trending audio and you've got a business account, sometimes it blocks it. So like, there's like all that sort of stuff that happens. I think owning your own stuff and your own voice is actually the best thing that you can possibly do with that. Yeah. So, and I know that like um, the one that I got is Zaya to um, do that. How's it go there? Um, damn this, going to work. Um, I'm going to start an OnlyFans and learn to twerk. Um, I, you know, we did that really late. Like that was a trend such a long time ago. But, um, you know, I just, yeah, I just think it's funny. It, it doesn't matter how old that one's going to get. It's just hilarious. So if I find things like that, then I'll, I'll keep them. But um, Have you thought about asking yeah. ChatGPT to write terrible poetry about engineering? Oh no! Because you could then just down. make your audio that terrible, ju- terrible engineering stuff. So, like with the welder, for example, like that, you could ask it to make something and compare welding to something or rather like I don't lo- like love or something, and then do like that, and then you could make that the audio while and with like a little calm music behind the scenes, and then just have Gareth just welding. Yeah, that would. Be and that funny. way, it's really original and funny. Yeah, that would be. Funny. And it's low get, stress. Yeah. And their, be cool. their poetry is shit. Yeah. Like I, the I know sh- you guys, yeah. you say that I'm funny and I'm, I'm really not. I don't get any jokes. I think it's funny because people laugh at me because my autism makes me too, just too dry. And so I can't do memes or dad jokes or. But that's what makes it funny. Like dry oh, is no. the funniest. Like Rod's really dry. Like yeah. I, I tell like there's nothing worse than telling a joke and then doing the fozzy from the Muppet sort of open mouth sort of thing like wagga 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 like it's funny clap now like so the fact that you just say something but it's got like that dry it's just a dry wit you know and that's what makes it funny not everyone would find that funny but I, I think lots of people that appreciate engineers will find that funny because. It's low and it's perfect for Canterbury because it is that kind of like clever little bit of wit. Yeah. 
you well, know. Chat GPT can help me like that. I have done a couple of memes and stuff with Chat GPT, and then I strip it all to pieces and yeah, it just gives you a me, start. Yeah. yeah, um, and yeah. I would encourage doing because you've got some great photos of things or like um, taking photos and asking Chat GPT to make some memes. Um, of like like you know for well, comparing welding to rain or like choose some things like give me some memes that compare welding to peanut butter compare welding to such and such like do some really random things and then use those and then use Im- your own imagery and like make a little meme thing they could be like static posts so and then you could do a bunch of those at once and there's a really cool hack that you can do um, which I'm going to orderly show um, tell you about um, but it might be tricky because so listen very carefully to this relay. Right, so ask ChatGPT for a list of meme ideas. Yep. Then what we're going to do is we're going to copy and paste that and put it into a Google Sheet. Just copy and paste that list. Download that as a CSV. I'm going to send you the audio of this so you can reset and listen to it. I'll send it to you today. So you download it as a CSV and then you open up Canva and you, you just search for meme template. So find a meme template that you like that has like space for text and then has like a little space to put a picture and change the, the text to the font and color you want. Like do all that design. Don't worry about the picture, but just do that. And then what you do is you go into the apps in Canva and search for bog create. You upload that CSV. Yeah. Then what we'll say is you right-click the words on that meme and it will say connect data. And it will say, so you press that and it goes and finds that little CSV thing and it'll say, do you mean this thing? And it will show you the very first meme idea that you had. And you go, yes, that. So you get it and it'll populate it automatically in that little meme. And you go, that was cool. And then it will say, do you want to do the rest? And you say, yes. And then you press a button and it just copies on that doc. So say if you had nine of them, it makes nine of that format and they're automatically all in there. And then you can just go and change the picture in each one to fix your meme and you've created all your memes. You can do that with quotes too. So I, I'm one of the things I'm going to recommend you do on the Wednesday is you've got testimonials, right? Yep. Um, I would use ChatGPT if you've got a long testimonial. I would get ChatGPT, just put it into the end and say, can you pull out one or two sentences from this that tells people why they should work with us? So grab those, put them as you do them. So you're not doing a big long one because long ones people don't want to read, right? Or you could put that as your text, but you could have that. And do the same thing. Make a sheet, copy and paste them in, do a bunch of them. So you might have 10 of different people doing those things and do that same process. But this time we're using a, a testimonial template on Canva do that same process, autofill them so they all look the same. And now we've got 10 posts that we could do that we could schedule in every single, every second Wednesday. Yeah. And because those are useful, testimonials can be used all the time. We're in an engineering company. So what yeah, Renee did is she's brought the sound of the engineering into the podcast to really give us that sense. And now she's walking across and I think I'm gonna she's going to tell, car. Oh, I was going to say, are you going to tell Gareth to be quiet? And he'll be like, no, no I'm making money here. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. So but you can do the same. I did a webinar the other day and same thing. I was like, oh, same thing. Sh- 
Yeah, it's so frustrating. So, so you but you could do the same thing, do that same process, and order populate a testimonial thing, and suddenly you've now got ten testimonial posts of short little things, and schedule those in every single Wednesday. You've immediately uplifted that call to action for those people who are going. What are they like? You know, they're funny here. I can see they're funny, but what do people actually find doing those every second Wednesday is going to give you those testimonials. And Renee, you can repeat those. Once you've done them, like spend some time because you're really time poor. Decide, hey, I'm going to work on testimonials today. I'm going to take two or three hours to click those ones up, make those things, and then maybe write a little blurb. And you can put them in and schedule them in every single week. And once you finish them, just reschedule them again and again and again. So a testimonial is classed as a call to action as well. Yes, because it's a trust oh. builder. Because oh. people, it doesn't have to be, because what you're missing is you've got the reels, which is what I call the notice stage, right? So that's the things that people are going, oh, I love you. That's great. That's funny. But we need some other layers before we get to that call to action, come work with our stuff. And so testimonials is one of those things that brings people, the other, that's the next step before we get to that I want to buy from you stage. So we need that stage there and that's going to give it to you is that testimonial. So more people see that they go, these people really, I really feel like these people know what they're doing. And so we want those to be in there. And if you don't have those and you go from reels to call to action, it's too big a jump. So we need to have those in there as social proof. So I would do those. Now, if you wanted to up the frequency and make this really easy for you, without it being stressful because do you use metrical to schedule your posts okay so on metrical I do. sometimes i find it doesn't um post the instagram stuff as well like yeah or the last couple of times it's dropped all my tags and yeah i don't that's know that's weird yeah so sometimes i schedule it in metrical and then like use that as a reminder to go and post it manually okay but i still use it um I'm wondering why it's doing that because it shouldn't be doing that. Is it the reels? Are you hitting it on the? Re- are you putting in the reels in the right place? Yeah, I put them in the reels, but and you see the reels come through. Sometimes they'll come through on Insta. Boom. You can see there's my caption and my um, hashtags and everything, and then you look at the exact same post on Facebook, and there's no caption and no no hashtags or nothing. Oh, so maybe when you're doing that, try it with the edit by network and just put it, copy and paste it into both ones because it might be the format's quite different. So if you're using Metrical, just um, the edit by network's really great because there are slightly different requirements. And also, if you you go down the page when you're doing it, at the bottom, there's like a customize each network underneath and you need to open that up and click. There's a few little other bits and pieces to put in there. So that might be causing that problem. But let's just go back to the metrical using this so the other option you have is you could actually up yourself to four times a week but we can do one task that makes us really really easy so we could decide that Tuesdays is testimonials day and say we've got 10 testimonials and they might only be from five different clients you might have two really great quotes from the same clients we're not looking at masses and masses of clients there's a thing in metrical called auto lists so what you can do is get that spreadsheet put that image that you got from Canva in there and then put your caption and any information you want to have in there and what we're going to do again download that as a CSV and we're going to upload that into auto lists and say on Tuesdays at whatever time you want to make it every Tuesday on Facebook and Instagram I want to and LinkedIn you could do all three I want to have this go out 
And what happens is it goes week one, it's this one, week two, and it keeps on going through. And then when it gets to week 10, it just goes back to week one and you never have to touch it again. That saves so much time. And people that are listening go, oh, you're repeating content. The thing is that this content is not designed to go viral. It's for people that are engaged and thinking, if we see a testimonial more than once from someone else, it actually creases this kind of FOMO of, oh, this is, I remember this from last time I read it. So those people that are almost ready or thinking about your services will actually go, oh, yeah, that's right. I really liked that testimonial or that's something I need. It actually feeds that. We don't, we don't want to worry about repeating our content. But also, most people only, most, most, most businesses only have 5% of their content being seen by their followers at any one time. So the likelihood that they're going to see exactly the same one over and over again just means they're more engaged. Yeah. Well, it also, um, you know, there's that whole five points of contact thing, isn't it? Yes. Like, well, it's seven, um, it's it's nine to 13. Oh, Jesus. Yes. So you really need to keep it going so, on it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That I mean, I wouldn't be worried about repeating in that sense. So No. Because there's, there was, for instance, one customer, I've been channeling them well, almost since we started. It's a big quarry. Um, and, you know, I've emailed them, I've phoned them, I've tried to get an appointment to visit them, I've, like, sent them brochures, I've done all kinds of stuff to try and get hold of them. And then this dude just shows up one day and goes, oh, yeah, I've seen that video. You can do that, eh? I'm like... But all that oh, other stuff God. you did before was part of that. That was the yeah, clincher. Yeah, so that's what I mean. Like, yeah. The repeating content and stuff is... Yeah, I'm definitely not opposed to that because, you know, it's yeah. that, like you say, you know, really big on trust building and, you know, making sure that people know that we're there. Yeah. Okay, so that's one of the ones I want you to do is repeat content because that's really yeah. important. I'd also like, um, and, and in this too, I know that Gareth doesn't necessarily like having himself be on video <laughs> and things like that, but I'd also like to maybe think of some core cool content that's like that where you could do a bit of a deep dive into you and Gareth and your teammate as well of, of like, you know, like a little bit about you guys because you've done that a few times. But what yeah. I suggest you do is, again, take time to write three or four posts. You could do one about you and Gareth, yeah. one about you, one about Gareth, one about your um, other team member. You've only got one at the moment, eh? Yeah? Uh, one and a half. One and a half. So <laughs> you can have half a person there as well, like just their legs, yep. you know, whatever. But you can have them as well. And write some more information about them and what they're working on and have that as base content that, again, is – you know, you talked about, you know, what's going on now. We don't have to have it new stuff all the time. It can be repeated content. If yeah. we've written really good content about what they're doing and we've got a photo of them, that can be repeated content again and we can have that on that Wednesday as an every second thing. And that just reduces that stress for you. You can go, actually, this Wednesday, I don't have to worry about making content because it's already scheduled in. So can I go back and, like, for instance, a post that got really good reach, lots of comments oh, repeat and, stuff, it. and I did it about... Oh, probably eighteen months ago. Oh, can I you just can repeat copy, every paste it and four make months. It new? One hundred percent, you can. I recently was very busy, and I went back to some content I wrote in two thousand and twenty-one, yep. and I did have to make a couple of adjustments. Like one was about my dogs, and at that stage I had three, and now I've got two because one died. Yeah. So I adjusted that, but I have been running on that those posts once a week for one of my things for the last six weeks and all I've had is compliments and engagement no one's gone I read this in 2021 and I know some of them did so it's it's very much and I am now repeating a lot of my content again and again and I will tell you the one thing I've done this year is increase my repeat content and the 
uptake of more better leads from my content in terms of sales, leads to sales, has skyrocketed this year. And the only thing I've changed is I've done less original content and more repeat content. So don't be afraid of it. Okay, I've got another little job for you to do. So this is actually the job that I tell my coaching clients to do first in terms of their social. So you've done a couple of things that I've asked you to do through the plan that that sort out. So the first one is, and I don't know if you've done this, so you're gonna, I'm going to see the guilt go across your face because it's video. So the first thing I always tell everyone is the first focus we need to do is focus on email, emailing our current <laughs> list. Okay, so she's not even doing guilt. She's doing laughing, awkward <laughs> laughing. So that is because, not happening. Because I said to Gareth, like, I said, oh, I'm going to go on Rachel's podcast. I said, fuck, I've got to get our email list sorted out because I'm going to get so told off because I oh, haven't done it. I'm seeing you in person. to a podcast. Like, I'm seeing oh you in person and I'm going to publicly shame you on Wednesday. <laughs> Because you're one of the people that I show on my my um, pictures, on my slides. Yeah. And I talk about you and how awesome you are, but I'm going to publicly shame you because I do a whole rant about email and I'm going to be like, yeah. guys, I would only do that with someone I really love. Yeah. I wouldn't publicly shame people I don't care about. So don't worry about it. I only do that if you, you know. um, But I tell you what happened though. I listen to um, so confident content. Of course, yes. I'm listening to, you know. Yes. Now, you did a Rachel Randy Pants on email the other I day. I did. And I listened to it, and there was one thing in there that said, it's not a long, drawn-out newsletter. It's just like a yes. small thing. And I'm like, oh, that's yes. what's going wrong. It's the biggest so mistake people like make. I feel like I can do it now because it's almost like a social media post. It's like, like a social it media post. It doesn't have to be a long one like your ones. No, you don't want it long because your your clients definitely don't want a long post, long email. No, and I was doing beforehand, I was putting in so much effort and so many call to action. Oh, no, 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 making no, no. Them One call to action. All this yeah. stuff, and then I'd have a low open rate or like, and then I was like, oh, my gosh. So now I'm going to print out my, I'm going to set it up. And by, I tell you what, by Wednesday, when you get here, you can shame me. Oh, okay. You'll be like, I've already done it. I already, actually, you know can I give you another you little hot tip? Email list. <laughs> yeah, or do put me on the email list. So get it. Good tip for you. You're great with video, and you have some of those, like, like what, that video that you had really well, Load it up into Giphy, yeah, and then you turn it into a GIF, and you can download that and you can embed that into your yeah. email as an image, and then it's yeah, got moving video. Keep kicking that off because it's trademarked um, audio. Well, there we go. So they can't do that on I'll your do email. It through email. You can do it through your email. Mm. Okay, so I want you. To, so you've done that. So you do your email. The second thing, and I'm not sure you've done this yet either, because I didn't see it on your website, is lead generation with your nurture sequence, which we did talk about, maybe talking about today. So that is a priority for you as well. Okay, so you need to get that sorted, and we can have another chat about. I might just have a chat to you about it next week and just get kick you up the ass about it. Okay, so we've got that there, and then the next stage in terms of like social is. Those reels you're making, that's the last thing I normally allow people to add on to their content. We start with promotional posts first. So this is what I would like you to focus on before we start doing any of this. The testimonials are quite easy to do and they'll help you. But what I'd like you to do is write five really good posts about why people should work with Joplin Engineering. So one of the things I do if it's Instagram is I do it as a carousel post. On Facebook, I would just do a static post of just like an image and then have that kind of similar content in the writing. But what I want you to think about is I would like you to write a really good post on 
why people should find like the three reasons why or three reasons why you could work with me or actually I'm just going to grow to your I'm just um, I'm still talking to you but I'm just going to go to your services so you've got under your services you've got welding repairs steel fabrication factory maintenance and hydraulic hose repairs so you could do a post which is four ways to work with job and engineering and then you could have each one of those would be a different slide with a little bit of information and you might even have like cost start from or um, or step first step in this is here. So you, you basically what you're trying to do is see it like a bit of a landing page. Your carousel post is like a landing page. If you want to, you could make that carousel post and download it as an MP4 for Facebook. So it's just read, people can read it, do it as a slow loop so they can read it and have it that way. And then you've kind of created it because carousel posts don't work on Facebook. So you do that one. And then what you do is you go deep. So um, Rachel's um, got a squirrel brain. So let's go. So we've got one of them is steel. One one of them is steel fabrication. So what you do then is you'd go steel fabrication is another how you'd work with us. So we go deep on steel fabrication of what you need to know. And you could have, you know, like um, we don't want to do it for steel. You'll do it a deal. But we can have something like um, we've got a feel for your steel. Oh, I don't know if I think that's okay. Actually, that could work. Like if I if I did it the right way, that that could work. Because there's a girlfriend of mine. I did a post on what's happening on Friday, and down here there's an ad for Calendar Girls, the stripper, oh. and it starts off, "Hey boys, what's on your agenda?" and all this stuff because we've got nothing on. And that, and I didn't realise, but my reel starts with, "Hey, let's go and see what's going on today. What's on your agenda for the weekend?" <laughs> hey boys, and what's on like, your agenda? Yeah, she goes. <laughs> You always end up making engineering sound sexy. And well, you do not. make engineering sound sexy. It's funny. <laughs> I think that is that's part of what you it's do. So I, I can, think that's part of your delivery. It's I, great. I could do something like we feel your steel. Yeah, we've we've got feels for your steel. <laughs> <laughs> that could go so crazy. But yeah, so brilliant. like you know, um, got big steel, we can deal. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so you could do basically like you would do as a, it takes a while to do this, like. These are the ones that I say, if you're going to spend half a day doing a post, this is the post you do it on. You right. sit there and think, and so it needs to have a um, a really good call to action first page. The second page needs to have a little, like, if the, you, you need this, this is what we're going to, this is what we can do. The third page would be about Joblin Engineering. So it's like that social proof thing. Then you do like a little bit about, here's how we can do this work for you or the range of what we do. And that might be over a few things. Testimonial maybe another little follow-up thing of like how to get started with us and then the last one is a get in touch if you'd like to work with us today and basically that takes a while to make those like these are hard work I have uh, I did these I told everyone else to do them on my team and then some of them went and did them and then I get FOMO because I hadn't done mine they did probably take me uh, like a good couple of days to get all of these done and I've just had my photos redone so I'm having to go back and change them um, and update them a bit and I haven't done that yet so it is like it does take time to get these looking good. But you've got to think these are your call to action ones for people who are at that closest part of the web that are ready to make a make a, a purchase. We want those people to come in hot. So we want to give them really good quantity stuff and remove those objections. So it's all the stuff that you think people need to know. So when they come in hot, that they know enough about you. That's what we're going to put here. They're not designed to go viral. They're just for people that are ready to buy. And what, so I would do four ways you can work with me. Then I do one for steel fabrication, one for hydraulic hose repairs. I do one for all of those. So that's five posts. 
And those ones become weekly. You can do those weekly if you're doing four a week. Probably if you're doing three a week, it's once a fortnight. So you choose which day you do it and you just schedule those in. And again, they just automatically rotate. You just rotate those round. So they can be repeated. They are more frequent, but it doesn't matter that they're frequent. If you're doing once a fortnight, it's still one every eight weeks. And it just, it, oh, there's five. So one is every 10 weeks. And they just keep on going and going and going. And they're just for that small group of people that are ready to do that. And those are the ones that you go get in touch. Those are the call to action ones where it's like, we'd love to talk to you. We're ready to talk to you. They're the strong call to action ones. And that with those testimonials, and there's a few other things you can do, and those reels, that builds out a really beautiful journey in your content that's going to get that that um, that conversion. And do we only ever post those on our page, or can you take those and post them on community pages as well? Because they we won't work on a community page. Community page. Okay. They won't work on a community page plus the two salesy. I would. Right. Uh, community pages don't like that unless there's a promo day, and if there's a promo yeah. day. I would prefer if you went in softer and you said, here's something we've been working on. I would also maybe do one of those for your products. So you could actually do one of those for each of your products as well. And that extends how many you've got. Because you've got a couple of cool products, right? Yeah. yeah. So you could over time add to those and have them for the like a couple of the products that you really want to focus on. And then they're beautiful ones that you can use that kind of just like feed through. And they just yeah. become scheduled into your content. Right. Okay. Yeah, but if you're doing community, I would use reels a bit because they're funny. Yeah. I would use what we're currently working on. Um, and I would you can use testimonials with an image of the stuff that you've done. You can use those yeah. on a community page. But these ones are a little bit too strong for that, I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. I do feel like because we do have a promo day and on that promo day um, in the local community one, I will post, you know, hey, we sell little offcuts of steel, you know, mm. just pop in and grab, you know, because you can't buy a full length. Like some people only want a meter, but you can't go to steel and yeah. chicken or places like big, big suppliers yeah. and buy one meter. So I will say to do that. And then every time I do that, we get three or four people the next day or so. Yeah. And that's a good way to kind of. Getting little bits. Yeah, it's not our core business though. It's but because it, we're it's trying to be aware, awareness, right? And it shows yeah. people that you're you're a community minded business, and it's it, so it's like a less of a sale. But you could do that yeah. one week, and then the following week do something about something you've done, like sharing something exciting. Yeah. Okay. So I would probably add that in because otherwise people just see you as the spare parts people, yeah. or the extra bits. And so I would definitely share those. Um, yeah, this, right. okay. yeah. So. You know, like, but not the in-depth ones. They're yeah, page only. Yeah, yeah, they would not cool. be a fit because anyone that feels sold to on a sales promo day, they know it's happening. So if you do something that's kind of adding value, that's yeah. a better option. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Um, I so this has been really great. I've uh, does that. So your your order of things to do. Obviously, you know you got to sort your email because Rachel Rantipens is coming to find you, and you're going to do your lead generation. We'll sort about that. But yeah, the order for you is to work on those promo posts and then work on those testimonial posts and get into using those auto lists to make the stuff come out so that once it's yeah. set up, you don't have to worry about it again. Yeah. Okay. And then you can go and be as creative and funny as you like on the other bits. And so that was the other thing too. If I'm going to have the schedule, yes, right, and we're going to put these auto lists on and, and things, does it matter when I post a reel? Do I still have to go... You know, algorithm says that I usually post on a Friday, so I can't make a reel on a Thursday. Or can I just 
like have the set base of what's going out and then just go willy-nilly and go crazy with other stuff just because I want to. I would like um, I would like you to try and uh, once you've got over four posts a week regular, you can do a reel whenever you want to. It's still better to try and have a regular time, but I think that I your time poor and it creates a stress. I'd like to remove that stress and just get the more you can automate this content and work ahead on it. Then, like I think, once you start seeing the power of this, you might start batching some of the other content and working ahead and, and scheduling it to mean that you can then just have fun. Yeah. Um, but I think that that's going to give you a start. Now, when do you think you might be able to get those promo posts done, Renee? <laughs> um, well, um, I've just taken on another job because I don't yes. have enough to know. No, um, of course you don't. I know how hard you work. And so you've got all that amazing other that. stuff that you do. Yeah, yeah. So I've just taken on yeah something working for um, the election. So... Um, Probably, to be honest, after the elections. Okay. That's okay. It's coming up soon, so we'll be okay. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I do understand how important it is. And um, actually, when you're talking about my five lists and things, we did cover that in our coaching. And we did. Yeah. Um, instead of a carousel post with it, I actually made, that's what I based the website on. Mm. Um, and so you could tell. The website is a giant carousel. Um, and then I also did um, some print materials and made a brochure of three ways to work with us. Perfect. Um, so you can use some so of that in this. Yeah, so that so would be perfect. So you can reuse, the more you reuse that content, the easier it is to do it. So I'm excited to see how it works. Um, as you know, I'm relocating to Canterbury. So I'm planning for us to have coffees where we're not talking about marketing, but I'm also um, quite happy for you to. I'm not, I don't need many people do this, Renee, but you're happy, I'm happy for you to occasionally put my brain because you're f- funny enough for me to be able to cope with it. But by the way, for all of you, that is not an open invitation. I make everyone else pay to pick my brain, but I have favorites. Not an ashamed to say it, and Renee's one of them. Um, okay, so <laughs> um, I'm really excited about that. Also, because you have a child that likes getting sticky, dirty stuff all over everything. So I figure that's oh. going to be fun for me too. Yeah, yeah, she's, she's the terror. Yeah, yeah. as someone who's my youngest is almost about 18, it'd be nice to see a toddler. Yeah, <laughs> but just don't have one yourself, right? Like oh, when no, you, no. When they that get would to be... teenage years, don't go back and do it. No. A 22 year old who just moved home, thanks very much. A seven, <laughs> oh, sorry, a 14 year old and then a two year old. Why? Yeah, Why that's, did I go that's, back? yeah that, wasn't, that wasn't your highest yeah. moment. But no, she's that's so she's lucky. Gorgeous. She's cute. Yeah, she's so yeah. cute. Um, it's been an absolute pleasure. If people want to get hold of you, Renee, if they've gone, she sounds like an engineering type person that I want to work with. Um, how do they get hold of you? Uh, probably the best way is to call the office line, yes. which is um, 03 307 447. And, uh, I'm just laughing yes, because what she did is she leaned out the window to look and see what the number was on the front of the <laughs> Yeah, you don't ring yourself. No, you don't. Yeah. You don't ring yourself. No. Yeah. Um, and the other way, if you want to talk to the engineer direct, you can just call him, uh, which is zero two two zero three nine nine five four eight. Cool, and um, and he's open to any engineering type of conversation. Yeah, yeah, don't ring him about the bills. He's got no idea. No, no. Well, <laughs> <laughs> listen, thank you so much for being on the show. I thoroughly enjoyed it, and I'm really looking forward to seeing what you do for this. And it's been so lovely to see your face again. Thank you. It's been so good to see you too. It's been awesome. Thank you.